So 
that first verse about him raising the dead and healing the sick and feeding the five thousand. I didn't get to see that. Right. Right. The same thing about that same verse about that.
Thank you, brother. It's good to be in the house of God tonight, ain't it? I guarantee you it's, it's good weather around here. If you enduring this weather, I'd hate to be in your shoes. It's good weather around here. I hear they calling for bad weather out there. That's what I hear. And uh, but you know we're in the safest place that we can be is in the house of God tonight. Amen. Amen. We're in the safest place, and it'd be, it's been raining a little bit in here. I like that rain. Amen. God, y'all with me, ain't you? And I like to help it. I don't want to hurt it. I want to help it. Yes, sir. This is what we need tonight, old-time religion. And it's, I know in most places it's a thing of the past, but it still gets the job done. Amen. Amen. Count it a privilege and honor to be here tonight, Brother Toby. Inviting us, I, I thank you, brother. And I appreciate the church. Good to have some of our folks. I was sitting over a while ago. I enjoyed that good choir singing. I like that good choir singing. And that's old time. I enjoyed that. And I was looking at some. I've had several just show up here tonight. I didn't know this coming. And I got more here tonight than I had in the second Sunday, Pastor. What about that? That hope to me. Amen. Huh? And I thank the good Lord for that. Amen. I'll ask you if you will take your Bibles tonight and go to the book of Exodus chapter number 17. It is so good to see everybody in the house of the Lord. All these good preachers. All these good singers. What a blessing. And I just praise His good name. Got a, got a whole bank full of young'uns over here. Want no time religion. I like that. Amen. I was preaching this past week and had several of our young preachers with us. And uh, I want to I want to indoctrinate our young preachers old time religion. Amen. I'm out to absolutely learn them in the old time way. Amen. Now somebody said, well, I can't understand everything you say. I'd rather hear a preacher I couldn't understand but know what he meant than hear a preacher that I could understand everything and not know nothing that he meant. I got something to get excited about. Amen. Isaiah said to cry aloud and spare not my children their transgressions. You know what we need is somebody to get up and rear back and preach like a dying man to a dying world. If your house was on fire and your babies was in there, you'd be screaming to the top of your lungs for somebody to help you. That's what I've been doing most every night of my life since God called me to preach.
to be here. There ain't no need you sizing me up. And there ain't no need me sizing you up. I say the weather's good. The weather's good. Thank God. I'll invite you to stand with me. If all possible, if you're physically able. If you're not, you can remain seated. I want to preach for the help of God tonight on this subject. Would you look at me? I've come to preach to you. Amen. I'm not preaching to that crowd out there. Right. These are preachers. They, every message they preach is that crowd out there. Right. And we in here needing some help. Amen. Right. I've come to preach to you. And I had to get this for you, go get it. Amen. And the Holy Ghost preached it to me. Yeah. And I've been living it now for several days and preached it a few times and God has burdened me. I'll preach on this thought. You can't quit. You must go on. You can't quit. I'm not going to give you an option tonight. You can't quit. We got enough these preachers giving options. I ain't gonna give you no options. You can't quit. Never done told you to quit. You done thought about quitting. I ain't talking about this little whiny twenty-first century walking around wanting to quit to get everybody to teach him. I'm talking about some deep trials and some deep travail and some dark hours and the devil's about to beat you up and you don't you don't about me.
In Jesus' name tonight, I thank you for the grace. And I thank you for the mercies of God. I'd ask you, Lord Jesus, to empower me with the Holy Ghost to preach a message to your people tonight. God, we are come with a heavy heart. We need an encouraging word to put in the heart of your bride. For the battles in this place tonight are very great. The warfare that has taken place at this place, my place, and all of these other preachers' place, well, beyond the churches, the homes that are represented here tonight, the warfare that is above our head. Lord, the warfare that is in our heart, help us to go on tonight. Help us, oh God, to march on in the midnight hour. Help us, Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. All of God's people said. Let me lay a brief foundation for the word tonight that God has put in my heart. I've got three things. I want to bring to our attention that Moses is dealing with the children of Israel murmuring over water. Their biggest complaint and chiding with Moses is they have no water. What is water in our Bible represents the Word of God. What's amazing me and our churches across our country tonight is there's water in the pulpit and they still murmur. Most of our churches have no water and they don't murmur. Be careful how we treat the water. Be careful how we treat the Word of God. May I say to you that Moses had already seen the hand of God working miracles on the backside of the desert. Yes, sir. Moses had already witnessed God delivering the children from Pharaoh back into his hands. Moses and those children had already seen God do great and marvelous things in their lives. Yes, sir. But I find them coming down to where they're all needing a drink of water. Instead of parting the Red Sea, instead of delivering them from the hand of Pharaoh, and how they saw God do that, where was their faith for a cup of water? Amen. Aren't you and I the same way tonight? At God, when something large comes in our life, we'll band together and we'll march together and we'll hold arms and watch God do great things. But when something of small stature in our life, something that is silly, something that is hindered, that we find ourselves in great confusion and great conflict with our brothers and our sisters and arguing over small small, small things. I'll admit to you tonight I want to be an honest preacher and I'm a grace preacher. Don't be scared of me. My wife is not with me tonight. She's been gone several days with some ladies in our church. I've been, I'm a happy married man. But I'm going to admit a fault to you in my home. 
Me and her have went through some large battles together. Not even one word of discussion of the matter. But you let something small and simple and silly. We had some words over it. Don't die, my neighbor. Look up in here. Hello. Don't lose me now. I'm just being quite honest with you tonight. We've got enough of preachers aligned from the pulpit. They need to preach the truth. I've got problems just like you've got problems. Some of my brethren that I love dearly, something great can happen and we conquer it, but something small of an opinion or a doctrine that we may not hook up on, we begin to cross hairs. Are you bearing witness with me? So what I want to say is Moses is with the children of Israel and they're murmuring for a drink of water. And Moses finds himself, God, I need some help. These people about to stone me over a cup of water. These people are, are so upset and shouting amongst one another and coming against me. God, what am I going to do? What God say? He said to go on. <laughs> I don't see I'm probably going to hurt myself tonight. It's, it makes some good liberty in here. I don't get this everywhere I go. Most of the time I got my liberty in my pockets. I don't need it tonight. I'm going to keep them down because I don't need them more than what I have now. I want you to see something tonight. What God tried to whisper in your heart through the songs and the preacher's exhortation is for you to go on. It's for you to tell the devil what he can do and where he can go. Somebody said to a preacher, I'll testify, I'll give the devil a black eye. Be careful saying that. That makes me real nervous when somebody hollers, I'd like to give the devil a black eye. I am no match to Satan. Somebody said, boy, me and the devil fought and I won. Let me remind you, I've never won a battle yet. But the one that's living in me, or the one that's leading me, or the one that's loving me, he's won every battle. He's won every war. May I submit to thee tonight, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Go on, go on. You can't quit. Might as well forget about it. You can't quit tonight. Three areas why you can't quit tonight in this one verse. Will you keep your Bible open with me tonight? And the Lord said unto Moses, Go on before the people. I want to say that's the congregation the Lord has given us. The congregation is why I can't quit. Good congregation here tonight. Wonderful crowd. It's a beautiful crowd. But I want to say something in this number tonight. I'll not preach all of them. I trust the Holy Ghost to pin it to your heart, send it to your soul. But there's three areas that I do want to talk about this congregation. There's some weary people in our presence. 
Some weary people. Let somebody said, Preach, we want to hear one of them high hang from the chandeliers. This might be one of them that God will put in your soul that you will hang from the chandelier ten years from the night. I'm interested in having a good blowout meeting, but I'm interested in having a blowout for the next ten years. Most people want to live for one service. I want to live for the next decade. That's the glory and the power of God and Paul in this place. Because somebody made their mind up in spite of the congregation. They're just going to go on. Yes, sir. You said what kind of people is in the congregation? They some weary people. Yes, sir. I want to see. I say. I see some hoary heads. Yes, I read my King James Bible. Amen. And you might be one of them, and what gets you a little die put up there? That's between you and the Lord. Somebody holler, Amen. amen. My wife was standing for the minute, and she said, I can't handle this gray. She said, I ain't but 32. I said, Wait till you're 42. Amen. She said, Living with you is what this gray is coming from. Come on, you women, folks. Get on the wagon with me. I don't give a real what color my hair is. Amen. But them women, folks, they put this a little bit different about that. Huh? And then I said, what are you going to do about that? Well, I'm going to do my best to help her. Somebody holler, amen. I said, but it's going to look real bad when you're walking around pushing an old man around and looking 40 years younger than me. Amen. She'll say, look at that poor little old daughter having to push her daddy around. Amen. Uh, what do you say? I'm talking about the hoary hands. You're weary of the journey because of days and darkness and depression. Yeah. Tried to raise your kids right and they forsook the things of God. Does not make you a bad person. Amen. Somebody said, Well, I've heard that verse all my life. They won't return. His word won't return void and raise a child in the earth and that mission of the Lord. He'll not depart from it. Hey, he might leave the church, but that cannot depart from him. Where or her, when they're out in sin, it's still in their heart because of a faithful mom and daddy that buried in their soul. Just go find your corner somewhere and call on God one more time. God will hear your prayer. Amen. 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 Yes. Amen. I got a hey, sir, I could preach a long time there. I want to say not only there's a weary crowd, there's a worried crowd. Some of you old timers may not be near as worried as some of us young timers. Amen. Any of y'all know anything about worry? Schizophrenic. <laughs> Come on, neighbor. If all of us would get honest, they'd fall five of us. Huh? I was pulling in the Kroger parking lot, and there's cars everywhere, and people just stand right in the middle of the road and read their receipt. Ain't that about the dumbest thing you've ever seen? My kids and women, I said, boys, I said, my patience is wearing thin. I'm wanting, to hold, I'm wanting to hold the horn and the Holy Ghost says go right ahead somebody will see you right. man preachers we can't go nowhere you hear me nowhere. I mean nowhere I no more got out of the car and somebody hollered hey preacher and the Lord said see there if you'd hold the horn I said Lord this one time please this just one time camouflage me amen I mean it gets let's just get real honest it gets old sometimes don't it can't even go to Walmart I'll play of your trying to help them out of discouragement. Aisle 13, they got you hemmed up about their home. Aisle 14, they're needing some money to pay the power bill. Aisle 
15. They want to tell you about your kid. Come back in all A's. Y'all could go on good night. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm talking about worry. I woke up on the night at 430. I said, where's that grocery list? She said, what in the name of God are you going to do? I said, I'm going to Walmart. She said, at 1 o'clock in the morning? I said, sure I am. Can I go with you? I said, how much Benadryl did you give him kids? Amen. Huh? Hello? Amen. Huh? I'm talking about just sometimes you feel like you can't take the more. I mean, you're just about to pull your heart out of your head. Don't know. I want you to understand something. You can't quit. Go on, honey. Pray one more time. Because my God will supply all of your needs. And he said, be careful for nothing. Not only the where the worry, but the wounded. I gotta slow down right here. What about the wounded? Somebody wounded tonight. Anybody got any wounds? I just want to step on out here, preacher. I've tried to come to help you people, not to hurt them. Somebody said, we need one of them evangelistic style messages. I'm just preaching what God put in my heart. I had one I thought I was going to preach, but he said, this is where you're going to go tonight. I'm talking about wounds. Yes, sir. I'm talking about, do you know there's several different types of wounds? Did you know there's wounds that people can see that are publicly? Yes, sir. And they might kill us. But let me get over here. What about the wounds that are privately? Amen. 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 I'm here to help somebody tonight. I'm talking about them wounds that you can't tell nobody about. I ain't got no rocks in my pockets. If it wasn't for the grace of God, I wouldn't be standing here tonight. I'm telling you, the Bible said the heart is desperately wicked. No man knoweth it. No Amen. Lord tried it. Amen. Let me show you how spiritual you'll testify what you thought today. How many of you thought things you didn't want to think? Amen. And you tried to pray and get a hold of God and all the hell crawled on your mind. I want to say if you need to come on the altar, you just come on right while I'm preaching. I'll be more than happy to quit. Amen. If I need to keep going, the Lord let me know. I'm talking about in the mind. The bombs and the pressures of mine. Brother Toby, I've got down before in the prayer room and said, Oh God, help us in Jesus' name. And about seven hellhounds crawl on my mind and start bringing things up. And I don't even want to think things that I ain't, I ain't even never thought like that. Anybody bad witness with me? I'm talking about wounds that you cannot discuss with nobody. Yes. 
I'm yeah, talking about right. wounds. How many of you have been hurt? You ain't got to raise your hand. Church. I've been church all my life. Every scar I got might come from church. Yes, sir. Huh? Yes, sir. I ain't going to go into no detail. I can preach all night about wounds. Yes, sir. My little old bride on the back row in Indiana, my first church. Her crying because they're about to kill me. Major boot camp preacher. Major boot camp. Had to go again, I'd do it. I married her. Are you listening? First night she never stayed away from home was her honeymoon night. Huh? Ain't nothing wrong with sheltering you younger. Somebody holler at me. I ain't going to pack her bags and send them out here and let the devil have them. Hey, man! And her first night away from home was her honeymoon night, brother. I got off honeymoon, and we left them big nice places in what I'd done saved a lot of money for to pay. That's about the biggest rip-off I'd ever had anyhow. I mean, I could have bought a whole lot with them three or four nights. Are y'all with me? Come on now. Somebody said, well, them special nights. Well, I understand that, but praise God. When you leave that and go to a 26-foot Terry Camper in Hallsville, Kentucky, and Pastor Shepherd Folk Baptist Church on a backer farm, don't hold that against me, but I know what pulling backer and plucking backer and hanging backer, and there's not in a minor bit of it you could chew. It was all for medicine's sake. Somebody holler at me. You only get up and preach against backer. Did you know 80% of all the backer in America goes in medicine. <laughs> Every one of you in sin didn't even know it. What about that? <laughs> what about that? I'm sorry, Brother Toby. He'll throw me out on my head more. You've all had a little peace between the cheek and gun and just didn't know it. Amen. You study me since I ain't telling you. All the backer that that old farmer raised. Every one of it went to pharmaceutical use. He said, Preacher, what do you think about that? I said, You don't want to talk to me about that. Hanging that old barn up in Kentucky up Side down, had to hang that bucket for about eight, nine, ten weeks, and let it dry out, then tear, and then break her down, break her soft. I know all about that. Sitting on the back row, and that church come against us. And all we're going to do is buy a whole block and incorporate it and get the church's name and the church's name. Somebody holler, amen. Amen. And old sister so and so stood up and slung the water keys from the back row. And then we'll talk about my wife and we'll know why I didn't have her under subjection. Oh, me. If I know what I know now and was the man that I am now, I'd have been in jail in Owensboro, Kentucky. Somebody already man. Uh, uh, are you with me? Tell me what pastor knows everything at 20 year old. Somebody help me pray. Amen. I mean, the church I'm at now took it when I was 24. You tell me. And somebody said, how are you? We don't want to talk about that. You'll see how ignorant I really am. Amen. What do you say? I'm talking about wombs that are publicly. Wombs that are publicly. Watch this. What about them personal wombs just within the circle of your family? Amen. 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 I'm right in the middle of great council with some of my dearest family because of storms and troubles and sin that's overtook their life. Right. And I'm telling you, boy, I'm telling you, they know everything about me and I know everything about them, but there's something called grace. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Right. Are you glad for grace? Amen. What about them wounds tonight that are within the circle? 
circle of your family. And when you want to have a family altar and a family prayer meeting and the devil crawls up on your shoulder and says, boy, you're a fool. And try to that, won't you run the devil off? You're not a fool. Break her down, bow your knee, and call on God right in the middle of a family crisis. Say why? It's because they're part of the congregation tonight. Amen. Amen. That God has us ministering to. Yes, sir. That's the people of God. Number two, look in your Bible. He said to go on before the people. And what did he say of them? Elders. Take with thee the what? Elders of Israel. Can I talk to you about some elders? Some of you have been in this thing a long time, ain't you? Now I see the congregation. I want you to see some conquerors. Amen. Moses said, you can't quit. you got to go on because of them old timers. Right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. And then somebody said, I want you to see three avenues of them conquerors. Them conquerors was warriors. Amen. Yes, sir. Huh? Glory to God. September 25th, my preacher will turn 80 years old. He's a warrior. Amen. He's a conqueror. He's an elder. It's a beatingest thing. Somebody said, them young preachers going to their older pastor. I just don't understand that. Why don't they see where Samuel anointed David? Amen. And won't they see when Dave, when Saul got after David, where did David run to? Amen. He ran to Samuel. Yeah. Hallelujah. I, Glory to God. I want to shout hallelujah that there's some elders in my life that when the storms are come and the, and the winds are blowing and the rains are falling. There's some elders of the church that I can run to. And God will let them govern me and protect me. And inside, give me inside power. You said, what's that all about, preacher? I want to say them that's on the round. I'll say you may say you're of no use. We need you on the pew. You may not be able to do what you used to do. But we need your faithfulness. We need to see that God's hand was on you all them years. And in your latter days, go on and sit on the sideline. And you can quit Conquerors. They were warriors. Not only were they warriors, but they were some worshipers. Huh? If this thing's bugged, I'll take it up. They are some worshipers. Can I talk to you about worship? Somebody said, Preacher, who taught you how to preach? Holy Ghost. Amen. But I've had some tutoring. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. I've had some teaching. Right. Yes. Yeah. And I've experienced some transforming. Yeah. yeah. Count that right there. Yeah. Somebody will write that down. Yeah. I'll preach that in the morning. Amen. <laughs> I've had some tutoring. Amen, brother. You know what's a beatless thing? Let me tell you something. Y'all right. I'm a country boy. My daddy taught me how to fish. He taught me how to ride motorcycles. He taught me how to shoot a gun. He taught me how to deer hunt. I'm, I'm just going to tell He taught me how to build a farm. Huh? I can even whoop up biscuits. 
I made some cat heads this morning that big around. Bubba, my wife, I mean, that's that big around. Me and Bubba, we can only eat one. Hey, you can only eat one of my biscuits. Everybody, oh, yeah. Huh? Somebody said, I don't care Mama talk about that. Said, I might need it one day. Hey. I've had some cougaring. Daddy taught me a thing. You want me to tell you what we're missing to mark this generation? We're teaching them everything else. But we're teaching them how to teach them how to worship. Amen. 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 We've turned it over such a spiritual issue. I understand the principle of that. I understand the doctrine of it. But I want you to understand something else about it. I'm glad somebody had enough interest in me to get me off the back row. No offense to anybody on the back row. I ain't saying that. I'm just using it as a principle. Amen. And get me down on the front row where the heat was. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. I remember I got old enough. You know what daddy said? He said, son, you need to what you need some slobber on you. I said, huh? He said, you need some slobber on you. I said, what in the world? I got on the front row. It wasn't there about 10 minutes and I found out what they was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, get out of here where the heat's at. Somebody already there. and warriors but there's waiters I'm going to preach this two fold real quick and I'm going to get them a life point them clothes they was waiters by having patience but yet they was waiters by taking care of people right yes sir huh let me tell you what we're doing and if I'm out of line here you pastor a lot of us preachers is turning this younger generation preachers into sorry individuals. Amen. Tell them they need to go full time. Yes, sir. And I don't know who's full time or not. The way I looked at it, we're all full time. God's called us. Amen. Amen. But I've heard them get up and say, you don't need to never work a public job. I understand the principle of that. But I don't say my Bible said if a man won't work, he's worse than them today. Jesus was a carpenter. Yes, sir. Y'all win. I'm all right. I'm all right. Now, praise God, my church is doing the best they can for me. And I'm about running ragged right now, preaching in these places. God's got doors something. I'm going. I'm going to tell you something. I know all about dump trucks and dozers and 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 and, and back holes and track holes and I know about footers and I know about hammers and nails and wood and wiring and plumbing. Say, what are you saying? I want to say, God, help us to show them the way. We don't need everything just handed to us. Please don't lose me right here.
see this man. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm about to burn up. Is that all right? Huh? I refuse to be the ordinary preacher. I was over in the hills the other day. He said, I want to get you to come down to church. But he said, I'm a little nervous. I said, yeah. He said, there met quite by, nobody quite like you. I said, well, if God will ever give you a little shit, you don't need me down there anyhow. Huh? Yeah, Amen. But at the same time, God help us. We need some men of God. Amen. Now, I got to sit at home. I messed everything up now. And I used to try to keep that thing on. Because that's what you taught me. <laughs> but I just can't do it. And, are y'all with me? I want to be in my overhauls and boots right now. But I can't. Because the Lord won't let me, sir. But I've been in on that all day today. Are you with me? And, son, when old red-headed John Dorsey's in his bibs and his boots down there at the Walmart or the food line in the dance I want them to know there's something different about me. Amen. Yes, sir, preacher. You know what I want to become? One of them elders. Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. Oh, yes. I've got something in my life. Boy, I used to think, I used to think, boy, they're all burned under the spotlight and it's just all glory. Well, I found out that there ain't much glory. Matter of fact, I found out there ain't no glory. And it ain't all getting, it's all giving. Hello. I didn't know how good I had it on the other and now I'm on this end because I was asking God for it. And He said, I'm going to give you a little taste of what you wanted. Huh? You with me? But I want you to understand something. I want to be a servant under God's people. Amen. I am not the Lord over the flock. Amen. I'm the under shepherd of the flock. Amen. I want to guide them and serve. Did you know a real pastor's job, a man of God's job, is to be a servant to the people? Oh, yeah. Amen. Amen. But watch out, this crowd wants to hold you under the thumb all the time. That's right. Amen. Amen. Not interested in running in your place or life, but I'm interested in talking to you about your spiritual souls. Amen. It's my business what goes on inside them four walls in the morning. Ain't a narrow bit of my business, son, what you do down at your house on Monday morning. Right. Not a bit of my business, sir. Right. Brother Will's a member of our church. He'll be all right. Yeah. Somebody said, don't single him out. He'll be all right. <laughs> what are you saying? I want to say we need to be waiters. But yet there's patient on the Lord. You know what's the biggest thing? What took mom and daddy 40 years to get, half us wanted to get it in 10 years. Amen. 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 Yes. car may squeak and whine and stop to fill it up with oil and check the gas, but I want you to know something. I'm the fattest red-headed feller in here and I'm happier than anybody guarantee. <laughs> I mean, I plan on stopping and getting me a 99 cent something from somewhere. Hallelujah. <laughs> Are you with me? I mean, June Bug never said, Daddy, where we're going. I said, I don't know. I didn't see nothing coming over here. I'm going to have to get in that GPS and find something on my way out. Amen. Huh? What do you say? I want to be a waiter. I want to wait on God. Amen. Are you in your Bible? I see the congregation. I see the conquerors, the elders of Israel. Now, what else did he say? And take thy. Say it with me. Rod. What does that rod represent? Represented authority, didn't it? 
So y'all forgive me for alliteration. It kills me sometimes. Just absolutely kills me. <laughs> I want to say, we got to go on because of the captain. Amen. What he is. Moses was powerless. The power of that rod did not come through the flow of a Moses' hand. Amen. 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 I'm going to chase me one quick yeah. rabbit, and I don't do this in evangelism, but I'm going to do it in my... Why don't them, 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 oh man, it's too free around here, son. It's too free. Why don't them liberal television boys come down there to where my mama's got about seven different blood diseases? They on preacher. And all that arthritis and can't hardly walk in the morning. Yes, sir. And all these heart surgeries. Done had heart surgeries, bypasses, daddy too, just diabetes and church. Why don't them devils come down there if they got so much power and heal my mom? No, let me tell you about them right there in Gordon County and Floyd County, right down the road from where we are. They want to have the little Friday night live healing services, honey. Why don't they come? Have a little deacon's wife of mine that's a dying with cancer tonight. Why don't they go to the top of your mind? It's because they're powerless. Yeah. preaching my message in You know, it's just, well, he put it on me. I want to say something before. He can take it off. I can remove it. Boy, you're right. You're right. He knows, don't he? But as God put it on me, I didn't do nothing to put it on me. Somebody said, well, what about your papers? And your All of my righteousness, friend, is as filthy rags. Amen. I can't say nothing good about me. Right. Hallelujah. But I can say a whole lot about how good He is to me. And so as much as He put it on me, yes, He can remove it, but I can remove it. Amen. Right. Right. I want to be real. For y'all with me. Amen. I want to be real. I want to be genuine, whole letter. Huh? Amen. The real McCoy, not an imitation. Amen. And if you want to ask how real Brother Dorsey is, don't go to my favorite preacher friends. Go talk to my wife. Go talk to my boy and go talk to my girl. Amen. Yes, yes. Come on, neighbor. That's right. Come on, friend. That's right. Yep, they'll tell the truth. Right. <laughs> that rod, he represented authority. I say he was the captain. And when Moses has laid that rod on the rock and laid it on the water, huh? And it done what God. And somebody said, well, what about the words of Moses? Let's see where they come from. Amen. 
Let's see who got on Moses for Moses to speak in what he spoke. Amen. He was the great spokesman. Even though there was a faithless generation around him. Yes, sir. And a fearless generation, but there was some that had a heart full of faith and a life full of fear and said, That's God's man, and I'm a going with him. And I want to Amen. say, Glory to God, I'm glad I've got hooked up with God's man, and I'm a going with him. Amen. Amen. What you have to do is get hooked up with God's man and go with him. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not him, it's the rod. That's right. That's it's right. His That's way. Yes. It's his will. It's His will. Sure. It's His way. Right. And it's His work. Amen. It's not my work. Right. It's not my will. It's not my way. It's His will. Amen. It's His way. It's His work. Would you play soft? Can I give an invitation? Will you play soft? I'm fixing the clothes. Some of you said, man, bang about quick. Here's how I want to close. Hey, Sunday school around here, ain't they? Go have Sunday school. You precious teachers may not have but one child. Two. Four for most. And you get so discouraged. And you think, man, they just ain't worth it. Can I say something? I'm glad Mayfield Nunley didn't quit her Sunday school class when I was the only boy in that class. I will quit. I don't want to quit if that's a lie. I remember two, three. She'd bring a little pint of chocolate milk and a few cookies and give it to us. I'm 35 tonight. I got to go back to my home church the other Sunday night and preach. And I said, Mate, Phil, I said, how many did you have in Sunday school? <laughs> she swolled up with crying, them big old tears down her eyes. She said, I had 31. I said, how long have you been a teacher, man? She said, about 33 years. I'm glad she didn't quit when they wasn't but me and old Jeremiah in there. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. I'm glad when I moved on out of there, I went on up to the team class. There wasn't but about four or five of us. I'm glad Brother Beatty didn't quit. And he doesn't fill the Sunday school room up. Doesn't take three bands to get them all together and get them down to whatever they're going to do. Are y'all bearing witness with me? Oh, glory to God. I'm glad the men of God didn't quit when my second Sunday I had eight. Hallelujah. I thought, son, I was going to be the next Billy Graham. But when I got over about 20, I never could get over 20. And then I had a church split. Amen. And I thought, what am I going to do now? Couldn't even have a choir. Didn't have no Sunday schools that brother. Will you come in on some glory days? We got Sunday schools for all ages. Got an adult choir. Got a youth choir. Got a half full on Sunday morning. Got a good choir. Say, why'd you do that? Because I had some men of God that did not quit on their way. Amen. And the combined fed me on. 
They tell me, they said, I'm coming. You need to come up. Come on, I'll do it. They tell me, you preachers, Sunday school teachers, singers, say, I just, I just don't know if it's worth it anymore. God does not measure success on quantity. Amen. Quality. Amen. Let's stand heads bowed, eyes closed as he plays and maybe sing. Would you come? Let's fill these altars. It's easy to fill these up. You can't quit. Temptation. Don't act like you ain't got it. Temptation is evident. Test is evident. Trials. Oh, God, help us. The devil's gnawing on your heels to try to get you to mess up. He's a fight in your mind. He's a fight in your marriage. He's a fight in your ministry. Pray.
Until I fell 